Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's the 22nd of December, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and we are joined by our guests this week, John and Tina Wood. Um, John and Tina, you guys, um, you guys have, you guys were telling me earlier that, you know, there's, there's been some health stuff, and you guys had a run-in with COVID last couple of weeks. By the time this airs, uh, you guys will have been further recovered from it, but um, you guys want to just tell us like what your holiday season's been like and what life is like for you guys right now? Yeah, well, certainly different. Um, in the light of being ill since Thanksgiving, I think that's putting a little bit different twist on how we want to celebrate Christmas as far as family members and how many and how close and what we do. So we're still kind of deciphering through that and, um, you know, want to do what's best for everyone and certainly don't want anyone getting ill because we were with uh, some family on Thanksgiving and um, several members did get sick after that. So, um, yeah, but other than that, I was talking to one of my daughters yesterday and, you know, we're not going to lose the real reason for the season, no matter if it looks different on that day as far as getting together and everything um yeah we still love christmas and are so thankful for the message and that we can celebrate it in our hearts and uh yeah the real reason for the season will never yeah never go away or give us you know not a reason to celebrate but what have, um, what have been some of your guys's uh hacks or tips or things you've been doing to get through your recent quarantine well, Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tylenol, cold and flu medicine, and just rest and drink your fluids. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's just lay low. Yeah, lay low. And um, okay. yeah, no matter how hard it is, just yeah, try and stay distanced. Um, protect yourself, but um, I guess more than that, too, is, is following the guidelines and doing things to protect others. Yeah. Yeah, and then what have you guys been doing to pass the time? Because, I mean, quarantine, it's a little lonelier than normal life. What have you guys been doing to pass the time? Well, for me, the first, yeah, the good share of it, really, I just didn't feel like doing much. Mm. You know, just so tired and didn't feel good. Um, we just kind of, we, I enjoyed, though. I mean, we both did, you know, being together mm -hmm. at home and spend a lot of time together. And we weren't that ill that we... No you know, we still had meals together and um, took some walks and uh, Rode my bike in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The trainer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we did get out uh, in the truck uh, one evening and just go see some Christmas lights, you know, yeah. through Sagatuck and we went through Allendale. That was beautiful along the M45 there. So um, yeah, just trying to catch up on things that, we always wish we had the time to do and but like I said we didn't have a lot of energy to get a whole right. lot done but um it was good yeah 
Good. And I think too, reflecting on God, you know, and um, over the course of the last couple of weeks, we've heard of, you know, some friends and um, that are dealing with stage four cancer. And, um, you know, you hear of other traumatic situations and it always seems to sit harder and sink deeper during the holidays, you know, when you you are more in that celebration mode and enjoying family and what family means and what we can share together. And then when there's a loss or, you know, a tragedy or something so difficult, you know, that pulls you together, um, that, that uh, makes it harder, I, I do believe. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing some of that. Um, you guys have been through a unique experience mm. and, um, and so I'm sure if anyone else uh, realizes they have COVID, you guys would be good people to reach out to and go, what do we, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, get uh, through it. Yeah. yeah. Get through it. Well, Quarantine. thanks guys. Quarantine. Get very good. Well, we're going to be reading <laughs> today from Psalm 148. Um, Tina, would you mind, do you have this in front of you that you could read this for us? I do. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the skies. Praise him high above the earth. Praise him, all you angels. Praise him, all you armies of heaven. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, highest heavens and you waters above the sky. Let them praise the Lord because they were created by his command. He put them in place forever and ever. He made a law that will never change. Praise the Lord from the earth you large sea animals in all the oceans, lightning and hail, snow and mist, and stormy winds that obey him, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, crawling animals and birds, kings of the earth and all nations, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women, old people and children, Praise the Lord, because he alone is great. He is more wonderful than heaven and earth. God has given his people a king. He should be praised by all who belong to him. He should be praised by the Israelites, the people closest to his heart. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Tina. Mm-hmm. So, John and Tina, is there anything that's grabbing your attention from this passage right now? Well, as always, the Psalms are full of praise to God and just love, again, the language and, and reading them. I mean, it's very uplifting uh, imagery, again, um, how first we praise the Lord in the heavens and mentions all these heavenly things, stars and moon and heavenly hosts, the waters above the sky, and just... Again, stuff that we oftentimes don't think too much of unless you read it in the Psalms. And then it talks about the things of earth, you know, all the creatures and the snow and clouds, which snow is coming, obviously. Um, the mountains, the fruit trees, the cedars, the animals, the birds. And then it goes on to the kings and princes and all the different people. So... These are all things that should praise God. And uh, oftentimes I think 
we forget this and we don't acknowledge God like this, like it's telling us to in the Psalms. A lot of times we just take God for granted. I mean, God's there and we're here, you know, and we just kind of go on with our lives and don't don't think too much of it. But uh, the, the Bible definitely reminds us that we have to give God the credit and praise for all he does for us every day and, you know, be grateful always. Yeah, thank you for that, John. Yeah, definitely a lot of beautiful language in there and the command to praise no matter what, be grateful to God. Um, how about you, Tina? Yeah, I just was kind of struck too by the correlation of the first verses about, you know, praise the Lord from the skies. And then verse seven starts with praise the Lord from the earth. And it just reminds us that everything, you know, in creation um, was, was created and made to praise the Lord. Um, and I just, yeah, I hadn't noticed that before, but um, yeah, then of course we always appreciate, yeah, the creation here on earth, the animals and um, yeah. That's your great love, dear. Yeah, my great love. The animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's God's greatest gifts to man, I believe, are those animals and how they can talk and bless us as well. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, and then just uh, verse 14 at the end there, I just was kind of contemplating reading that. It's, yeah, God has given his people a king. He should be praised by all who belong to him. He should be praised by the Israelites, the people closest to his heart. And just in reading that, um, I do believe that, uh, you know, refers to Jesus. But also I wondered if that has any connotation to David, you know, King mm -hmm. David. Um, because that, that part about the people closest to his heart um, just kind of reminded me that we, you know, we think of David as a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And um, I just wondered if that, and maybe your take on that too, if that you see any reference in there yeah. to David, but still yeah, you think of King David too, what he all went through and, and um, yeah constantly just praising God though through it all and yeah. Uh, yeah just pray that we can be like that too with our, our heart after God and then I just there was something this just kind of goes back to worship I know Dwight had uh, he had the worship service some time ago about worship and praise but it says here worship is a voluntary act of gratitude offered by the saved to the savior offered by the healed to the healer and um, offered by the delivered to the deliverer. And I just thought that was kind of a neat reference. It's a quote from uh, Max Lucado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tina, you talked about, does it mean David? Does it mean Jesus? You know, what is it referring to? Yeah. It's talking about, you know, raised up a horn for his people, um, the people of Israel who are close to him. Um, I think you're keen to just notice the both and there, that yes, it's pointing to David, and it's also pointed to Jesus through David, you know, Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, David's life points to Jesus because he was never able to fulfill the role of King that God had for God's people, you know, that mm -hmm. even he had for himself. Um, it was only through uh, his lineage that we see the, the Messiah come. Right. And so anytime you see, you know, praise for David in the Psalms, Read it to the line, read it as the line of David, you know, um, yeah. 
So yeah, David's great, 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 whatever grandson um, did fulfill all the promises um, that, and all the praises that you see in, of David in, in the Psalms for, for right. sure. Yeah. Um, to me, the, uh, a couple of things got my attention. Um, I just love that this is a Psalm a worship of worship that is directing creation in worshiping God. People are like at the very end, you know? Yeah. But it's going through yeah. almost, I think it's an order of creation. So you, you've got, yeah. you, it basically, re, this is recreation here. Like yeah. going back through the broken creation and kind of starting it all over again, being like, okay, you know, <laughs> angels, you, you got praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, angels, got sun and moon, right? You're going through the creation story. It's not just random things that the psalmist is picking out. They're going through the story of Genesis and saying, things are broken. Let's redo this here. Everybody give your praise to God, which redefines a little bit what worship can be, what praise can be. You know, like when we praise God, um, and I don't mean just singing a song, but um, when we and that's why I think it's cool too. It's this expands the definition of praise also where I would think of praise as singing a song of gratitude to God, which certainly praise has to do with gratitude, but how in the world can, can, um, you know, the sun and moon praise God. They don't have any voices. No. All right. The Psalms also say that the voices are not there. You can't hear their voices and yet their, their praise goes out through all the world, you know? So like, um, so this, broadens the definition of what worship is in terms of this passage worship seems to be being what god created you to be you know sun stay in its bounds you know the sun stays in its bounds the moon stays in its bounds the water stays in its bounds you know staying within the bounds of what god created you to be and not uh departing from that you know being like this is who god made me as and um and being fully human is also an act of worship, so to speak. Um, so I just think that's um, it's that's freeing to me to know, like, okay, when I just like the moon and stars, just like you know the hail, snow, and frost, fruit trees, when they do what they're designed to do, they give praise and worship to God. And praising mm -hmm. and worshiping God is what I'm designed to do too. Right. So there's that. And then the whole thing about uh, he has fixed their bounds. That's the second thing that grabbed me, which I just referenced a little bit. But um, God is a boundary maker. He, he tells things where, how far they can go and when to stop, you know, like with the waters, you know, where he says, all right, you can go this far and no further. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like that's what God does with us too, is gives us healthy boundaries and says, you know, like we have skin, you know, we don't, we're not just infinite beings. We're, we're limited and um, we, uh, we can't do everything. And that's a gift from God for, for now. And so um, being aware of my boundaries and being aware of, you know, I'm not called to be Superman, you know, um, and that's good news for me. Yeah. So just oh, I, mention that. I was thinking of, of that the, the, all the superheroes that we see on television and the kids grow up with that that's really very <laughs> disrespectful of God because 
you know, it shows people that have superhuman powers, but we, are, we, know, we really know that God is the only one who has that power to, to do it. And yet we show people with those powers and it's not really reality at all. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's fun, right? It's yeah. fun to pick superheroes and stuff, but um, what happens when I start thinking of myself as exactly. a superhero with superpowers who's supposed to save everybody and, and do everything right. perfectly, you know, that's, that's um, that can be dangerous. That's like a messianic complex, you know? Exactly. It's, it's putting up an idol actually. Yeah, that's true. Against God. But. Yeah. Well, and it, it makes me think of um, the passage in scripture where, you know, um, I don't know, is that Paul or so he's, or he's been, some were given to be, you know, preachers, some teachers. Uh, right. And, and how our body, you know, our, our hands have a purpose, our feet, our, our brain, our mind, you know, and yet we're all one person, but we've got all these different parts and they all have their purpose and their place. Right. And just as our gifts and talents. We depend on and, each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, thanks for helping me unpack this passage. I really love this. And, you know, you kind of read through it one pass and you go, eh, it's just a Psalm, you know, like, but as you kind of sit with it a little bit, it just begins to bloom a little bit. You see, mm -hmm. wow, there's, there's so much in here for us to, to unpack and uh, we go on and on, but thank you, uh, John and Tina for diving into this with me. Um, tomorrow is uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Um, there is going to be a, do you guys know this? There's going to be a bonfire on the yeah, 23rd. All right. Yeah. So, um, if you're not doing anything on Christmas Eve Eve, there's going to be a bonfire and, um, at the victory point premises, um, should be fun. Um, but, uh, go in peace, everybody have a great rest of your Tuesday and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.